Guardian Unlimited. Hello. Hello, I'm Brian Logan. And I'm Lucy Porter. We're coming to you today from one of Edinburgh's many splendid hackney carriages, where I seem to spend rather a lot of my time. Yeah, that's because you're lazy, Brian. So on today's Heckle, we'll take a trip to the zoo to meet Alex Horn. We'll be chatting with Mark Watson ahead of his 24-hour jamboree. We'll take Kristen Charles supermarket shopping. But first, Des Clark. He's one of Scotland's rising comedy stars. His show is called Destiny. If you don't know who John Smeaton is, people not from Scotland, he's the reason that you can sleep safely in your beds at night. He is Scotland's one-man terror defence system. A lot of places have an army. We've got a ginger guy with a fluorescent waistcoat. And what happened is, just to bring you up to speed, a few weeks ago, Glasgow was attacked, right? Scotland moaned, we don't get anything. Fuck it now, we're in the war on terror. It's great. Oh, we were in CNN and everything. It was brilliant. The city looked great. And it was shit. It was glorious failure. You could tell it was Scottish. Um, and... This car, this Jeep, right, drove up and, and couldn't get in the building, right? And what I loved about it was the taxi drivers phoning up News 24 saying, do you know the worst thing about this? Do you know, do you know the worst thing about this? And I'm like, what, the guy blowing us up, the guy trying to kill everyone? No, 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 the worst thing is, is everybody knows you, you can't park there. Oh. Des Clark. Lucy, what did you think of that show? I thought it was great. It's very funny, packed with gags and uh, a lot of chat about John Smeaton. Lots of jokes about John Smeaton this year. You, I think you know in Scotland if you mention his name you're automatically going to get a massive round of applause. Yeah, I mean it's nice to see Scottish comics actually at the fringe, it's quite rare. Are there other ones that you think people should look out for? There's, well, I mean, you know, Frankie Boyle, uh -huh. who's a perennial well, a local hero, massive queues around the block every Absolutely, night. Absolutely, too right. <clears throat> okay, so, Bill, can we go to Tesco's? Tesco's. <laughs> Hello, Kristen Chow. We find ourselves at Tesco supermarket. Can you explain to me why? Well, Brian, I need to uh, purchase a couple of things for my show. What exactly is it that you're going to be purchasing for your show? Hopefully some chocolate donuts and maybe some flowers. Okay, shall we step inside and see what yeah. we can find? Well, we should emphasize at this point that this is not your regular Edinburgh supermarket of choice. No, I, I prefer Sainsbury's. Right, I'm spotting the pastry section. Oh, perfect. Right, what are your first impressions? My first impressions are, look at those sprinkles. That's already one up on Sainsbury's right there. What's a sprinkle? Uh, sprinkles are the, those sugar. Well, we call them hundreds and thousands. You do not. Yeah, we do, yeah. Oh, God, that is so quaint. For all the listeners at home, I'm putting the donuts back on the shelf and I'm gonna look and see if there's a chocolate cake to the left here. Isn't this good for a comedian? Look, it's called Crackers the Clown Cake. But that's what, racist. What, be what better cake to use we in a comedy that show? Racist cake back. <laughs> Unbelievable. When I spoke to you in London, you made some disparaging remarks about British cuisine in general. What does American food have that British food doesn't? Vegetables. A well. woman who's eating chocolate cake every day for the rest of the month, <laughs> lecturing us about vegetables. <laughs> oh my God, look at this one. I am now holding a uh, chocolate organic cake, which is ridiculous. This cake is actually made by the Prince of Wales. <laughs> I know that the Americans get excited by our royal family. This is a company that's owned by the Prince of Wales. Is that true? All I know about the royal family is that they're inbred. I, maybe you should edit that part out. <laughs> Maybe I'll get this one. Mission accomplished. Do you need anything else while we're here? I just wanted to get some flowers. 
Okay. What, right, what flowers? What are you looking for? Just some shitty uh, daisies. Just the cheapest ones. Ew, God, those are ugly. You've never been to Edinburgh before? No, this is my first Edinburgh trip. Why did you come? To fall in love. So I came. She said, me. buying flowers poignantly. <laughs> Alright, would you like to get into bed? I'll pack it. Alright, okay. Are you guys in big competition with Sainsbury here? We don't like Sainsbury's. I feel more at home here in Tesco than I've felt since I got off the plane. Yeah. It feels like America here. Okay, that comes to 9.36 altogether. Uh, are you satisfied with your booty? Yes, I am. I really made out like a bandit. Thank you, Guardian. I was telling this story to a load of four-year-olds. I said when I was a kid, I disobeyed what my mum told me about eating my greens, and I got smaller and smaller. And in the end, I was carried off by a bird. The little girl put her hand up, which is how children heckle. And she said, if you were so small then from not eating your greens, why are you so fat again now? Hi there, um, my name's Alex Horn, and I'm uh, a comedian doing a show called Bird Watching at the Edinburgh Festival. Well, the Guardian thought it'd be a good idea to come here to Edinburgh Zoo. And uh, we're in front of the rainbow lorikeet uh, adopters, which I'd never heard of. It's not quite appropriate because bird watchers don't really... They tend not to make it easy for themselves by just going to zoos. That would make it a much less challenging hobby. I don't know what that is. Some sort of doves. The coro doves, which are apparently... Ex shush. Apparently extinct in the wild. So these wouldn't count on anyone's bird watching list. I'm not surprised they're extinct. They're not really doing a lot. I could just pick it up and eat it. Which is frowned upon in bird watching circles. But we're heading down towards the penguins. So, um, this is this is more like it for me. I am sort of a bird watcher now, but I do still get much more excited by things like this, which is an enormous king penguin who's just kind of looking at me in the same way as I'm looking at him. Yeah, Hello. Yeah. That's a man. Corner there, there's two oh. make, making an egg. Making an egg? See where it's sign is. Oh, right. You can watch those two down there, they're okay. each other. Brilliant. Well, apparently there's two penguins making an egg. I don't know what that means, but I think you made it sound like they're actually cooking an egg, which would be very odd. Oh, there they are. See all right? Yeah, it's sleeping. Oh, it's sleeping, okay. <laughs> right, we're moving reluctantly from the penguins to a more flamboyant bird. I've got a joke about these birds. I went to Bahrain in the course of last year to do bird watching and uh, didn't see any birds. I saw Flaming Zero. Sorry, no, I saw a flamingo. That's a joke, not, not the best. Um, so there we are, we've um, had a very nice afternoon in the zoo. Uh, unfortunately, none of these birds will count for my bird list because they're all either captive or I've seen them before, but they have whetted my appetite. The heckle. Last year, Mark Watson won the inaugural If Dot Comedy Panel Prize, whatever that might mean, for his seemingly impossible 36-hour circuit of the world. This year, he's back with another marathon show. Lucy went to meet him at the Pleasance Courtyard. I've decided to save the environment for this year's show. That was nice. Well, someone's got to do it, and I need a project. And this year, we're moving to quite a few different venues. Some of them outdoors, we've got a field. We're going to be in a, on a double-decker bus for a bit. We're going to have a sports day in the meadows, oh, sort of in the afternoon, with various races and events and stuff. And how is the green theme going to come out? There'll be shows? things like 
sort of like the field, for example, I meant to sort of clear some rubbish against the clock and then tree planting and other environmental Aww. stunts. But in between that, there'll be a lot of things that aren't really about the planet that are just about me trying not to die. Same <laughs> as usual. It could well be that I never recover. It does change your physical and mental state. If I get through that, I know that I'm over the hill. Is there like a worst hour? I find about six, seven, eight hours in is probably because the first few hours everyone's quite excited. Then people start to drift away after four or five hours and there's then a difficult period before sunrise. Once you get near halfway and certainly beyond halfway, you know you're fine. It's like you sort of can see the home stretch. Can I try and pop in between five and nine? If you're up. But I actually really enjoy it. It's my favourite bit of the festival because it's the only time where you're not really under pressure and it's pure fun. You know, the worst that can happen is I can suffer a humiliating collapse and die. But like <laughs> even then, people but say, oh, well, exactly. So it's Monday night and I'm outside on the Royal Mile. It's 11.30, so we're just waiting for the 24-hour jamboree to start. There's a huge and expectant crowd, but no sign of Mark Watson yet. So I think I'm just going to chat to a few people in the crowd. So what preparations have you made to get ready for 24 hours with no sleep? Well, I had the traditional long nap this afternoon yeah. uh, and we've brought lots of supplies. We've got pre-made sandwiches and some Red Bull and planned trips to Starbucks along the way. So, so Red Bull and caffeine is That's the way, yeah. You three all friends? Yes. And you've all come along together? Yes. We have. Moral support. So are you morning people, nighttime people? Nighttime. Night. You're going to start strong and then limp towards the finish? Well, yeah. we haven't even started that strong. We've been up all day. We haven't prepared, really. <laughs> I've yawned ten times in the last four minutes, it's crazy. My birthday today, we thought if we keep on drinking and if we keep on smoking and if we snort some Pro Plus, that'll do the trick. I have to say, I will be astonished if you make the whole 24 hours. He's skinny! <laughs> He's handsome! Please, will you welcome Mark Watson? We'll catch up with those punters tomorrow to see if they made it through the full 24 hours. And that rounds up today's heck. Keep sending us your heckles to podcast at guardian.co.uk. Or leave a message on the blog. And thanks today to our special guest, Bill, our taxi driver. Bill, how much will that be? Round it up, shall we? Snip it half the break. <laughs> so until tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Guardian Unlimited.